B-Pod Studios. This is the DraftKings Over Under Show with the Bankroll Boys, Joe Murray and Dan Lifshatz on 98.5 The Sports Hub. Well, good morning. Welcome to the DraftKings Over Under Show. I'm Joe Murray, joined by Dan Lifshatz this morning. Hello, Dan. What's going on? Um, yeah, I think this is what we call the dog days. The old dog days of summer. Pretty much the end of July. Oh, oof, today. You- so I got up today. Everything's fine. I'm here. We're, we'll be, dude, I got the fluids. We're, we're good. But we've done a lot of work lately. We have. We have. We, we, we've been doing a lot. We have been doing two podcasts a week for the last couple of weeks, uh, college football, a lot of stuff to discuss, transfer portals, recruiting rankings, returning production percentages, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, it's a lot. It's, a, you know, four, four or five hours a week of talking college football. It's a lot, man. Well, don't feel bad for us because I, I think we found some yeah. money. Well, we definitely did. I'll tell you that. I, the uh, what do we do this week? The the American. We did the AAC and the Mountain West. So, and if, and if, you know, if we can indulge for a minute, uh, the AAC's got some value. If you if you, there's one team that doesn't play two of the other best teams, and there's one that's been consistent in Cincinnati for years, and there might be a new player with Gus Mel's on. Uh, as well, very interesting conference. Um, and what was the other one we did? Mountain West. That one's up in the air as well. And remember what I, happened with I Utah think, State at the end of last. I year. think the Mountain West is way more up in the air than uh, than the AAC. I think the AAC is pretty cut and dry. You have your elite teams, you have your your middle in class, and your bad teams. I think the Mountain West. You can see a lot of different things happen in that conference. That is a conference with legitimate parody over the past few years, and I think that can continue this year once again. Just a lot, I, you know, there, there, were, there were a bunch of teams that Joe and I, you know, didn't agree with on that one. Yep. Uh, I'm excited for college football. Like, here, yesterday was the, like, kind of like the final, if you if you work in the real world, like Dan and I is, the, the month ended essentially on a Friday. Final day of the month. Yep. And, uh, here we are now this weekend or whatever, and final Saturday of July right now. This thing's for real. I mean, we're like, the countdown is officially on. I know the Patriots opened up camp. Some other teams open up camp this week. Like, I oh, I keep telling you, Dan, that there's little dabbles. Like, for instance, Amanda Nunez gets a rematch tonight in UFC. Right. That's All something right. I... SummerSlam in wrestling's tonight. Now, people bet on it. I, I don't recommend that. There's, I don't think there's a lot of profit in that. But uh, there's kinda, just... kind of hard to bet on fixed outcomes. Yeah. I can change it whenever <laughs> hey, they want. If I can find an edge, I'm in. Okay? Oh, <laughs> I know. But when they can change it three, set, three minutes before the fight, it's kind of tough to get a uh, legitimate edge there. But, you know, now it's starting to become real now. Like, there's little things to dabble on. You know, baseball, if you want to fade the Red Sox, all that kind of stuff. But There's uh, definitely stuff to fade. There's definitely stuff to bet on, especially when it comes to baseball. I'm just, the what I keep thinking of, though, is this is the time to bankroll. If you're one of these people, yeah, I really want to bet this football season. I can make money. I know my stuff, you know. Well, start saving it now. Start a bankroll. Don't use your own money. Put some money aside, 
use it by a percentage of your bet. If you like it, you boost it a little bit. If not, you keep it the same, and you boom, 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 boom. So that's that's at least where I'm at at the moment. I might dabble at the Amanda Nunez because I'm a little interested in that fight uh, tonight. But overall, uh, it is football season. It's here. We're going to break down a conference today, the NFC East. And uh, we'll, we'll do that a little bit later. But very interesting. Very The Philadelphia Eagles, I don't know what it is for me, but... I'm either looking at them as they're going to be good or, man, they're going to suck. I, I, I'm I torn on them because Dallas, I, I know everyone feels at the top. The Giants, Brian Dayball, I mean, you know, that, that, that's that's pretty interesting. And then the Washington football team, because I'm still going to call them that. I mean, the, the Commanders is an awful name. It's the same thing. I don't. I don't call the 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 Cleveland Indians the Guardians. I don't do it. I call them the Cleveland. It, it, Cle- it, Cleveland. No, they, they're 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 the Cleveland Indians. I'm sorry. That's the Guardians might be the worst name in sports. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Yeah. So that we could fade. I, I honestly, I'd rather call them the Cleveland baseball team. The Guardians <laughs> is the worst. Is, is such a terrible name. Guardians and Brutal. Commanders. How long did they like hold these names out for? Uh, at least for Washington. For a while, uh, but sounds so stupid, man. There, to me, we'll get into it. But there, it just every, it is a very interesting conference that's been dominated by. Uh, really, it's with the Cowboys, right? I mean, they're they've been the favorites, you know, year in and year out. But man, I'm ready. I'm ready. And I mean, it, to be fair, like it really hasn't been dominated. No team has won. No this team has won back gigs, right? Yeah, no team has won this division back to back times since 2004. Or sorry, two, yeah, 2004 when Philadelphia won it for four years straight. Oh one, oh two, oh three, oh four. Since then, not a single team has won it back to back years. There's a lot of parity in this division. I mean, you know, we saw Washington, you know, win this division in 2020 at seven and nine. Like they're just there's a lot of a lot of uh, not such good football here in the past couple of years, and I mean we'll see what happens now. Philly did win the Super Bowl in 2017, and the Giants did win the Super Bowl in, in 2011, but you know still. Uh, yeah, and don't remind everybody about 2007. No, they, the, the Giants didn't win the division. I, that was a that's wild true. Was a wild they game. got lucky, and stupid Brett Favre threw a little. Hanker, a little—I don't even know what you want to call that. Don't want to talk about it. Don't want to talk about. It. We can, however, we can talk about. It. I, I put it out on Twitter last night for the world to see. We are about twenty-four hours away from the committee's decision to, you know, whether or not you know this is going to be the sports gambling is going to be legalized. And I'll tell you right now, Joe Murray, I—I uh, I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. We haven't heard anything good about it. There has not been a good leak. The one thing that I have heard come out uh, from someone privately was awful. So uh, I heard, and again, I'm I'm hopeful that this, this is not someone I know very well, uh, but someone I do know is rather well connected. So if you take that with a grain of salt. But I've heard that uh, the that the House passed a bill merely so that they don't look awful when this doesn't pass this. Well, it's just the whole thing that's... There's so many, like, things to this, Dan. But I think what's really, like, missing here is 
I hate politics. So I just want to let everyone know I'm very ignorant about politics. I hate them. But, okay. But there's the, the governor is going to not be the governor anymore. Well, like, that's, that's the other thing. That's, this thing here, like, they might let another regime, you know, one's already backing it publicly. Um, but I feel like that's a well, big, I mean, big and, part of it. And I, and I told you for the longest time, I don't believe that, I don't believe that Baker is, is actually for it. I don't believe it. I never have. Um, but I just s- publicly, that's his stance. Because he, he wants, he has to say face. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. Pu- publicly, sure. But I, I don't believe he is. Um, I, I, I believe that that's that that's not the case. That's not the wow. That that is not the case. I was watching Manny Ramirez with a ridiculous catch here in left field what? years ago. Years ago, uh, did yeah. Johnny Dam- did he cut it off? Johnny Damon? No, 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 no. He, he was actually in Baltimore. It was the it was the snow cone grab where he couldn't see. Oh his yeah, yeah. Blah, blah. yeah. Sorry about that. But no, I the the reason is because simply put, they're politicians, man. I, I mean. I'm just going to keep saying it. I don't really care. Politicians are the most corrupt, horrible people on the planet. I truly believe that, that there are very few politicians that are actually good, moral people who are fighting for the people. I believe that there are there are few and far between. And this is just another case where politicians are telling you what you need to do, what you need to, you know, how you need to do it, and, and, and you know, basically telling us that we're not responsible enough to bet because it could put some people in harm's way. But don't worry. We're, we're, don't worry, guys. We're, we're going to do happy hour, and you can drink as much as you want half off. You that, know what I mean? Like, it's... That reminds me. Did you guys get your Mega Millions tickets last night? I, I did not. So that was something not. we were going to do. Uh, I was going to just kind of have some fun with that at some point. Nope. Has anyone heard if anybody won? And I don't. Why, why are we surprised that we haven't heard anything? Because <laughs> I wouldn't tell any of you people if I won. Well, no, you know there's a winner. Yeah, but guys, if I won, I, I I would come in this morning like nothing happened. I would do the show and I'd go home and maybe you wouldn't see me again. Okay. Why? I I just dick. Well. <laughs> Well, guys, I would really like that money. Uh, I would just go buy my own radio station, and I would just, like, you know. Make yourself full-time? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. I'd have my own ads. We could just call it the Lift Shots Radio Network. You could buy an oh, island wow, with that wow, money, why, Joe. Why, why, why is it being named We could have our own networks, Dan. I, we could have the Tucker Silva Radio Network. You can do two to six. Yeah, yeah. We could have. A, I'll just wake up in the morning and tell you like what I'm going to eat later. <laughs> and by the way, my my great friend Andy Wong posts this picture of these ribs. It's the first thing on my camera. If, if I just opened up my Twitter, and it's just this photo of that Andy Wong posted of a great restaurant locally here. Where the meat falls off the bone, and look at those! Look at those ribs. Do you see them? I do. Yeah, that, that is. I, I was going to say. We don't want to wake up to that. I was going to say that we're going. You know, I had a hankering for the Kowloon now, but apparently we are not going. Apparently, that's not Kowloon food. Oh, they got a great outdoor uh, on a weekend night, though. All right. Anyways, back to this uh, sports betting thing. Uh, so, Dan, I um, I have a like a kind of like a childhood friend. Okay. Who's in the Senate? Probably not my biggest fan, and I'm probably not his biggest. Uh, well, no, 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 no. It's, 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 uh, he's on our side. 
He's on our side. I, I'm sure. I'm uh, well, he re- I got a, I got a little DM last night. Okay. And being like, hey, Joe. Uh, and it was so weird because it was like, hey, do you got a minute? And I'm like, whoa, what's going on? And he's like, yeah, things are coming down to the final hour. Depending on the situation, I was interested if you wanted to talk about something on air. I was like, oh. So I wonder if something happened yesterday. Interesting. Because I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm being dead serious. But if it comes down to this dude reaching out to me and wanting to talk about it on the air, there's a whole, there's something, there's something real either happening or holding it up. Making a final push. I think there's a yes. And I, the, the, I'll find out. As I said, yes. I'll believe it when I see it. That has been my stance for the past couple of years because I do not believe we've been told over and over and over this thing will be done in 2018. It'll be done in 2019. It'll be done in 2020. We were guaranteed <laughs> to be done that. in 2021. Guaranteed. People behind the scenes. We'd be guaranteed to be done in 2021. And we were promised by multiple people. Joe and I went to a sports gambling event over at the uh, over right. at the Encore. And everyone there, it's done. It's done. It's happening. It's done. Everyone seemed really happy. That night. Here's the thing. I was looking around like, you guys sure and, and, and what did I tell you? And you're, you agree with me. I'll believe it when I see it. I don't believe that this is going to get done. I don't believe it gets done in the next five years. I'm very pessimistic about this because, first off, as you said, there's a new regime. And I feel like this regime is not going to use it as a potential uh, marker, I should say, for people to vote on or even get them you know, interested in anything or kind of what's going on or running as a platform. So the new there's gonna be a you know, a new kind of you know, basically a new market going on there, new platforms. And honestly, I think that the person that we end up electing, who we don't obviously know yet, probably won't be as open to it, Joe. Uh, and that, and, and even even less even less than Baker is, and if that's the case, we're 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 talking years down the road. Yeah, well, we're, we're listen, not. This we're, thing could pass, right? And like nothing could even happen, anyways. Like there's so many. Yeah, this this topic just it does. It's starting to not bore me, but I get aggravated talking about it because it's like we know we're gonna. You know the what do they call it? The porking. The the poor the poor gig is is I was on the clock. Can you believe? Just think about this. Think about how take all the politics or anything that you know out of this. When you make a big decision, right? Do you leave it until the Sunday, the last Sunday of July? Like, think about what your when you when I when, if it's February, right, and we're the two weeks between football, and the Super Bowl. Are you when you when I tell you July thirty first, right? You're thinking cape, pool, not you know, not politicians, no one, or no. anybody getting together on the final Sunday of July. No way. This thing ain't happening. That's, a, that, that's it. Ain't my, happening. That's kind of my thought. Is again, like you know, like what we're we're all gonna strike something at you know. <laughs> Tomorrow and it's eighty nine degrees on a bright sunny Sunday when everyone's at the beach. Like, come on, you know what I mean? Like, what, what are we gonna like, like? We should start putting a flag outside of the Kowloon on Route One. 
you know, for I mean, we, we Vince McMahon retires a week ago. We had that half, you know, half mass. Now, what are we going to do now? This damn gambling bills all. And you know what? It's so funny. When we asked what would happen if um, if it doesn't go this week, there's like a problem that who knows when it gets back on the table again. Five years. That's what I'm saying. Five, it's minimum. If it doesn't get passed this weekend, minimum five years. That's my that's my belief is that. We're not talking about this for another five years, and we're just going to continue to let states like Rhode Island, New Hampshire, Connecticut, now New York as well, mm. Maine just passed it. Just throw them all in there. Everyone's going to have it with the exception of this stupid effing state. I mean, seriously, this boneheaded, moronic, old I, I want to see old decrepit state where they just can't figure anything out like come on man yeah I just think that if they if it doesn't pass we should just go on road trips and you know we can go to Sally's pizza in Connecticut and gamble there and then we can go to Rhode Island I mean and, uh, know, <laughs> we could take the tea we oh could, wait no ooh, no we, we can't we no could, we could move we could move and and, yeah. and, that, and that's something that I'm that's something that I'm considering doing. I mean you know Nashville New Hampshire is just a beautiful beautiful area but hollis is very nice you know new hampshire i mean it's just road trips we don't just don't spend money in the state anymore we'll just go other places move out of state well that's on the table uh i don't know maybe we'll i i there's like there's a call out there so we'll see we'll see if we get a we'll see if we get a call on that uh and i do have an update on the lottery Let's do that on the other side. And uh, there's a lot of odds out there that Jimmy Garoppolo, where he's going to play next, first coach fired, Dan, um, which, I, which I liked. The Kevin Durant stuff still out there. What team he could potentially go to? Yep, we got to do the NFC East. We have a lot to and do. We have today. the NFC East. Uh, I do have a I do have a uh, week one college football play as well. Mm. Um, we discussed this team this week. But you know it's uh, but I I didn't give it out on the podcast I I I'm giving out a week one play, um yeah I, there we 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 got some stuff we got some stuff ready to talk about we're here I oh you know what I keep forgetting that we're in this other room now that I can't see if the phone rings anymore <laughs> and it's so terrible because that remember I told you about that clock up there there there's no there's no chance that I'm gonna see that I know. Yeah, use the computer clock. Is now. there a call, Tuck? Yeah. What do, what do they want to talk about? Uh, over the border gambling. Let's take it. Let's just do it now. Then, hi, caller. I'm I'm Joe, and Dan's here. <laughs> hi. Leave your money at the border, and we'll take care of the rest. Have a nice day. Hey. <laughs> okay. That was fantastic. <laughs> that was a. Uh... Providence caller, by the way. Ah, it sounds like you guys are from Providence. Uh, Joe, 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 Joe is tired and frustrated. No, you do it. Okay, let me just. I work. Yes, yesterday was. I don't want to complain about. You want to hear me complain or no? Well, no complaining. Okay. <laughs> okay. I do. You're, you're doing. You're doing gambling radio on a Saturday morning. Your life ain't that bad. It ain't that bad. I didn't lose any money. <laughs> it's not that bad. You're right. Your life ain't that bad. What is this? A golf show on television right now? I'm gonna change it. Yeah. Yeah. We have the as Dan mentioned the TV that gets rolled into your 
you know, when you, it gets rolled into your class when you're in, like, sixth grade so you could watch, like, Forrest Gump. I don't even know if they let us watch Forrest Gump in school now that I'm thinking about it. But, yep, last week I came in, dude. So remember when like, we, sat, we had, like, a new setup last week? Everything was nice. I came in on Sunday and could, none of the, none of the, nothing worked. The TV didn't work. The mics didn't work. It was just, but we're here today and everything's working. And there may have been a winner for the lottery. We'll give you some details on that coming up next. And the phone number is 617-779-0985. It's the DraftKings Over Under Show. This is the DraftKings Over Under Show on 98.5, the sports. Backstagecountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Country music has so many generous artists who always seem to jump in to help those in need. We're spotlighting five who lead by example and lend a helping hand to charitable causes. See who made our list when you text GIVE to 45911. Text GIVE to 45911 and read all about it right now on BackstageCountry.com. It's the show where you never have to hedge your bets. Get it? The DraftKings Over Under Show on 98.5, the Sports Hub. All right, back here, 98.5, the Sports Hub. It's the DraftKings Over Under Show. Um, I uh, have been informed by a few people. A ticket sold last night. 51 minutes. Uh, 51 minutes before the end. And you won't believe what state it may have come out of, Dan. <laughs> Please tell me it wasn't. Rhode <laughs> Island. Illinois. Because <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> we know how Dan feels about Illinois, the the, the football school. I hate that state, man. Uh, Honestly, yeah. with the exception of Chicago, that place sucks. Um, so does someone win? Uh, yeah, this is this is according. Now, listen, I saw it on the internet. So, how true is it? Right, right. I don't see anything announced. Yeah, I haven't seen anything either. That's what I'm saying. I got I these these. I have like multiple Twitter peeps. Um, I'm just Mega Millions is trending. So should we just click on that? The Mega Millions jackpot is growing at one point two eight million. Me after checking my ticket seven times. There's a lot of Michael Jordan faces around the country. It's just like he's got the whole picture of the United States and then Jordan crying. <laughs> That's kind of funny. All right, should we do? Uh, should we talk about doing the NFCs at some point? When, when, when do we want to do the NFCs? Yeah, we can do it if you want. Okay, yeah, uh, you, yeah. The, you just you just sound like you are the happiest camper. No, I, I, if somebody wins, I want to know. Like, and I'm, I'm, I want. You're I need not, clarification. You're damn not it. winning the money. So here's the deal: <laughs> I'm not winning anything. We didn't lose money today, though. So that's. That's a win in itself. Dude, I, I, I just want to say this one more time. I can't wait to do this show, right? Like, we'll be done. What time are we done? Nine? Yep. We're going to be done at nine o'clock. We can, like, do whatever we got to do, right, beforehand. You're going to talk about food for three hours. Doesn't matter. We, we just we just know, to, like, when college football starts, like, oh. we're going to be done at, at nine. Yep. 
kick around for a little bit. We're not going to have enough time to talk about everything. It's I know. Gonna, it's going to fly. I know. And, dude, it's going to just be like, you know, it's going to be college game day. I am coming to your city. I know. And then, boom, it's, we're just going to be like, all right, because I'm ready. I think I'm ready. Oh, everything's pending. All right. Well, if you get an update, let us know because people want money. Uh, all right. NFC East. Dan, uh, what are the odds right now at the moment for the, uh, the the winner if we were projecting a winner right now? All right. Let's start with Dallas. Uh, Dallas opens the favorite, plus 135. Philadelphia second in division, plus 165. The newly named Washington Commanders, five to one in third. And the New York Football Giants are projected to finish last at eight to one to win the division. Eight to one for the New York Football Giants. Of course, odds uh, brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Oh, uh, all right. So off the bat, if you were to look at it, um, I still think Dallas is the is the most talented team but their coach is in question all right let's start let's start with the dallas cowboys then and everything that they have going on um look we know how we we know how hard it is for you know teams in this division to win two times in a row joe what are your thoughts on kind of the dallas cowboys trying to be repetitive uh i guess repetitive champions of the nfc east because i think this is going to be a, a once again an extremely tough year for them so the win total is ten and a half. Uh, Dak Prescott's a good quarterback. He is. Um, I think their running game is something maybe they need to go away from a little more. The win, uh, the win total is ten, by the way. Ten. Okay, so I thought okay, so ten and a half, ten. Yep. So I think they should hand the reins over to Pollard and still use Zeke. I mean, Zeke's still effective. So that would be like the first thing for me. Like if it's really truly about their offense and everything like that, CD Lamb's going to be their big focal point. Um, well, they still Mar- got the tight ends. Amari Mar- Cooper was traded to the Browns. Gone. Yep, he's gone. So he's gone. But o- overall, like I think offense with them right away, uh, and I and I think they'll be good. But again, Tony Pollard's a guy that I would get involved a lot more, and you know, Kellen Moore. Needs to have a really good year as the offensive coordinator because I think I, I think Sean Payton's the guy in waiting. But if they had to go somebody on the interim, it, it's him. Well, so why why do you think why do you think it's going to be Sean Payton and not going to Miami? Because everything that's been reported is that he had no interest in Dallas and is going to end up in Miami with Brady probably after this year. Well, the Miami spot in general is is you know if you had Dallas or Miami and you're Sean Payton. If he was successful in Dallas, he's—I mean—he's already got already won a Super Bowl, so right? But like, that's the thing. What if he's not successful yeah. in Dallas? Does that well, hurt his hurt, oh, That will hurt him. If 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 he's not successful, Frank Campo and all these other guys. If, that ever if, came if in Sean there. Payton's not successful in Miami, I think that that's a different story than if he's not successful in Dallas. All right, well, let's let's continue. But overall, though, I think their offense right away. Like that's that's what I look at. They're going to have to find another receiver. Like Michael Gallup, I know is is hurt early, but they're going to need someone else from their wide receiver group. To step up, but besides that, like their defense is good. If Demarcus Lawrence can keep his nose clean, still, uh, you know they suck. They, they remember they signed Vander Esch, Ma- Micah Parsons. I never thought he could play middle linebacker, and he's actually perfect for this league. Um, and their, their secondary is still what it is. So overall, I think they have the most talent 
in this division, but I would I be surprised if another team came out? No, and then their kicker is something that I, I I worry about. I worry about special teams with them as well. Like, so right off the bat, I think they're talented. Ten wins is right, but they're gonna. It's gonna be a very competitive division. Yeah, I mean, look, you look at their look at where they were in terms of defense last year. They kind of played the Bill Belichick old school style of bend don't break, allowed just under six thousand yards of total offense, which is like middle, honestly below the middle of the road um, in terms of you know yards a game, yards allowed just in general. Uh, Dallas was not good defensively, which is where I think that their issues stem from. They allowed 351 yards per game, just to give you an idea, comparatively to the Patriots, who allowed 310 yards per game last year. And But the thing was, Dallas, uh, they were what, the, the seventh best team in terms of points against in the league. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, seven, just behind Tennessee, allowed just 21.1 points per game last year. So they did a lot of the, the whole bend-don't-break thing, and it worked for them. It, it really did. I think that that's going to be really tough for them this year because we obviously saw what happened last year with Trayvon Diggs. Diggs was a boomer bust guy in the corner spot. He got a ton of interceptions, and I don't have I don't have the exact number off the top. But of head early right. on, he was defensive player of the year. Like, I, see, I totally disagree. No, no, early that. on, I, I think he was fine. I towards the end of the year, I completely agree with you. He was he got beat multiple times. All 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 people would tell you is, oh, he leads the league in interceptions. He was a problem for the team late in the season. Yeah, I absolutely he, agree with that. He, he finished year he finished the year with eleven interceptions, but he was getting constantly beat deep. Yep. Even early in the year, people were just you know people were probably looking at the stats a little bit too much. Oh, I, I agree, and I, I think I fell into it. And remember the Pats game? I mean, he had yep. guys in interception for a touchdown. It's like, dude, it was and, a and, difference and, and in the, the game. And the very next play, he got beat on a touchdown. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you know, what I mean? by Bourne, yep. Yep, so it, it it was one of those things where, you know, Trayvon Diggs is going to have to be a lot more consistent this year. The The secondary isn't exactly what I'm worried about. Anthony Brown, Javon Kurse, uh, Malik Hooker, yeah, Trayvon Hooker Diggs. And, that's, and that's probably Diggs the strength. Pretty, pretty decent. Yeah. That's now the strength of their defense. Like, just being honest with you, um, you know, between that and, and, I mean, Leighton Vander Esch has not been good. You know, Vander Esch was, was, you know, very okay. He only was re-signed to a one-year deal. It's it's the Michael Parsons and the Marcus Lawrence show at this point. Like you know, if you don't get pressure with those guys up front, it changes everything. Michael Parsons changed the entire complexity of that defense last year. Mm-hmm. So I mean, he has to be just as good this year, if not better, for this team to see similar, you know, a, a similar kind of defensive. I, I guess, um, you know. I, I guess a similar defensive output. Yeah, you know what I, mean? I think they're strong in all the big positions: pass rush, quarterback, corner. They they have those three things. They lose Collins, their big tackle, but I think I think they'll be fine. Here's where I think they're going to have problems. Dan, look at this schedule for them to start the year. Yeah, let's let's discuss that. Yeah, I mean, look, they uh, they're <clears throat> they're they're in a little bit they're in a little bit of trouble here. Last year, they opened with Tampa Bay, Joe Murray. This year, they opened with Tampa Bay. Bay, Sunday night, 820. Uh, this game is, I believe, in Dallas, though. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is in Dallas um, against Tampa. Last year, they opened on a Thursday night. Yeah, Sunday night football is the, the Sunday night football game. Yeah. Okay, in Dallas, I mean, that place is going to be absolutely bumping. That's crazy. Week two, they host the, uh, they host the Super Bowl appearing <laughs> Cincinnati Bengals and Joe Burrow come to town. Who are good on the road. Who are good on the road and were good last year. And in week three, they're on the road in a divisional matchup 
against the uh, the New York football giants. So again, coming off Cincinnati and Tampa Bay, that's a huge game for them because if this team is one one, they lose to New York and they they have struggled with the Giants in the past few years. Now we're talking about a one and two team. The next week they're hosting and they're playing in another divisional game against Commanders. Mm. Then they have the Rams yeah, and Eagles. I mean, the, 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 this is a murderer's roll the, of a schedule. The first six weeks for this Cowboys team to basically determine he, he, he could get fired season. if there was somehow somehow one and five. I just who are they going to replace him by? Well, I don't. I, Kellen Moore is the only guy I got. I got nothing else. I, I mean, Kellen Moore is the only guy I can think of. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess that's possible. You know, and, and then the first six weeks it does settle down, but then it gets tough again. They get the Lions, they get the Lions and Bears two weeks, both home games against <laughs> yep. those teams, and I, and I think Detroit's going to be better this year. But and, you know, and then they get Packers, Vikings on the road back to back weeks, back to back weeks. That's a split or two losses. But again, they will have a bye going into that Green Bay game, so I mean that that's that should be helpful. But again. On the road in Green Bay, on the road on the road in Minnesota, that's a letdown spot coming off that Green Bay game, especially when you have to go back on the road back to back weeks. I think that's really tough. And then, I, I mean, really, you know, you have a you have another divisional game the week afterwards on short rest. Joe Murray, they play Thursday night after that Vikings game where they just Oof. went back to back against Green Bay. They play now. It's in, in Dallas. Opponent, but. It's in Dallas, but it's against the Giants back to back again. And then they and then add the week afterwards. They have in they host Indy and the Indianapolis Colts and Matt Ryan and I think a, a significantly improved team there. They do finish off the they do finish off the that little stretch though with the Texans and Jaguars. That should be a two and zero stretch for them. Those have to be wins. Yep, which will be, set up a showdown with the Eagles. I agree. Um, Eagles. They finish the year with the Eagles at home. Titans on the road in Tennessee. Um, Eagles by the way is uh, is Christmas Eve and then. Uh, they finished the year in in Washington. Look, this schedule is brutal. You can schedule in two two really easy slots for the in this whole schedule. I mean, the uh, the Lions Bears, um, you know, back to back home games should be nice for them. And you know, the uh, the Texans Jaguars, even though they're on the road in Jacksonville for that second one, still, I mean, th- those should be those four games. You write and say, okay. They're probably looking at four and three and one in those games minimum, but the rest of their schedule is absolutely brutal. I mean, there there are very few breaks where you look at the schedule and say, "Well, this this team is in good position." The first six weeks is an absolute gauntlet: Buccaneers, Bengals, or Buccaneers, Bengals at the Giants, Commanders at the Rams, at the Eagles. I mean that that's got to be one of the toughest. Six week schedules in all of the NFL this year, just that gauntlet again. And I I always preach every year: divisional opponents are not the same. They're tougher. They know you better, and especially when they know you better, when it comes back with returning quarterback, returning coaches. Okay, I mean that that is that is just that's a fact that that's that's how it goes. You know, in this league, like it just that that's how it works. So I just I I don't know, Joe. Ten wins for you. What are your thoughts? I mean, this team was six and zero in the division last year. They were amazing in the division, and that's why, in my opinion, that's why their their the record looks so good. I don't think we're going to see a six and zero team in the division this year. I don't think we're going to see that. I think we're going to see some regression to the mean. I think ten is a good number for Dallas. I think that's probably where I would have them around ten and ten and seven ish. You know, eleven eleven and six, ten and seven. 
But, you know, it's really going to depend on the first six weeks of the season to me because if they open the season 0-2, they have to go 2-0 and against the against the Giants and Commanders. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they could be... You know, looking at a one and four start potentially if they go on the on the road to LA. If we just look at last year, though, they yeah they they dominated the Giants. Washington gave them a fight. Uh, they didn't cover, but they won by a touchdown. But Washington was awful in the quarterback yeah. position last year too. Just no consistency there. But they own, they did own the division. I mean they they took care of business they against didn't. teams in their division. Six and zero. Oh. I think they're all improved. I think Philly's improved. No matter what anyone thinks, they're they have more talent on their roster. Um, and then I think Washington's got more talent. Uh, so Dallas ten wins. Do you see it here? I think it's going to be tough. I think that the the schedule breaks horribly for them. I think that when you look at this, I, I again I think it really comes down to the first six weeks of the season. How do you feel about this team? Where they're going to be headed early on? I, I I think that this is a team that I can win ten games. Can win eleven I, I, games. I think I see nine or ten wins. I think I think not, I think nine. I think they're going probably going to be vying for a wild card spot. I think that this is going like, to once again. I think we're going to continue to see the NFC East not be won in consecutive years. We continuously see Washington, Dallas, and Philly just continue to trade places, and I think we're going to see that again this year. Joe. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't bet the over. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I wouldn't bet the over either. The uh, the schedule is absolutely brutal. I w- I would say pass. What's uh. Let's let's hit the break and let, let's uh, let's move on to uh, I don't know what's what's to the new look Eagles. Let's look at what's that get a Philly. They're uh, they're they're a whole they got a whole new team and if you want to jump in on the NFC East this year six one seven 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 nine zero ninety eight five Tucker if you got something feel free to share it. Uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll be back right after this. The DraftKings Over Under Show with the Bankroll Boys on ninety eight five the Sports Hub. BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Wondering who made our list of the top five all-time queens of country music? Did Carrie Underwood make the cut? Find out now when you text Queens to 45911 and scroll through the list on BackstageCountry.com. Text Queens to 45911 to see the talented artists who rounded out our top five list. The DraftKings Over Under Show on 98.5 The Sports Hub. All right, back here at 98.5 The Sports Hub. Looking at the NFC East. Uh, We just went over the Cowboys. The Eagles, very interesting. And this is the team that I think people have talked about the most with Nick Sirianni back in his second year. Uh, they made that big trade on draft night to acquire A.J. Brown. Let's not forget that they also have Devontae Smith, and they drafted Jalen Rager in the first round, who's been a bust. Um, but Zach Pascal's also on the team. Like, they, right off the bat, that's what I would say is a big impact for them, is they had no one that could make plays at receiver. Smith was okay towards the end of the year, but uh, A.J. Brown... He's an impact player. Yeah, and uh, the addition of James Bradbury to me, too, can't really be understated. Adding a corner across from Darius Slay is, in my opinion, huge. 
I mean, they 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 probably could have gone with you know Zach McPherson and been okay there, but they had Bradbury some good depth to that unit. Um, Harrison, uh, wow, Harrison, Hassan Reddick, obviously from the Arizona Cardinals as well. Um, another addition, they had Jaquiski uh, Tart as well, and they got and, Big Jordan Davis, and, baby, and and Nicobe Dean, who I think both both those guys can make an impact. Um, Dean obviously is probably going to start the year in a uh, in a little bit of an injury. I don't know. They got a hit on one. Of I those don't know. Guys, I right? don't know if Dean will be out the whole year or what his injury status is. Obviously, he had a, uh, a medical issue. It's why he fell so far in the draft. But yeah, look, I you know, good for the Philadelphia Eagles. Their running back depth, I think, is going to be good. I think Gainwell probably takes over the starting role there. I think he was really big down the stretch for them. Miles Sanders really hasn't put it together. Boston Scott. You know, yeah, Boston Scott will be there as well. Uh, the, you know, they, they actually have some guys to catch the ball. Uh, A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith, Quez Watkins, Zach Pascal, Jalen Rager. It, honestly, that five is really pretty good, Joe. Comparatively to where they were a year ago, you know, they, they, they still have Dallas Goddard. Obviously, Zach Ertz has moved on. Uh, you know, the real question for me offensively is the health of the offensive line. They bring back Jason Kelsey again. They bring, you know, Lane Johnson still a right tackle. Can these guys finally stay healthy? Um, you know, obviously, outside the big question of Jalen Hurts. There you go. What is he? Is he a NFL starting quarterback? Is he a mid-leveling starting quarterback? Or is he, you know, a, you know, a guy who has some legitimate upside? Can he be, you know, a, a guy who leads the Philadelphia Eagles to the playoffs, Joe? There's something about Hurts that's a little different than Ky- – like, I think Kyler Murray has some out- get-to-the-outside speed that's that's really we haven't seen since Michael Vick probably. Yep. But Hertz can do things, meaning you mentioned the offensive line had issues. He could do that. And then there were times where he couldn't do anything. So my only concern with the team is they've built it all. They've built it all for him. Is he the guy? Because Gardner Minshew, I, I know he's he's just an adequate, above average backup. But he wins games. There you go. He but look, games. he could just get the ball to the guys. Just get the ball to them where... Hurts, I wonder if he can be that guy. And I, and I, when he went from Alabama to Oklahoma, like clearly he threw the football much better. Like clearly, yep. It's still suspect in the NFL. He's still a suspect. I I, I concur, and I think uh, I think the the latter part of last season, Joe kind of told the story of the Eagles. In the first six weeks, the Eagles' offense ranked tenth in passing percentage plays and twenty third in rush percent at uh, rush percentage. But the final 11 games of their season, they ranked dead last in passing percentage, and they were leading the league in rushing percentage. Hmm. So they went from Jalen Hurts throwing the ball to let's run the football and try and be successful that way. And look, Nick Nick Sirianni is going to have a good team that's a playoff team on paper. Can he manage expectations? Can he bring this team to the next level Joe Murray, the Philadelphia Eagles win total this year, nine and a half over minus 130, under plus 110 at DraftKings Sportsbook right now. What are your thoughts on this team? I feel like once again, looking at nine and a half wins is tough. Let's quickly look at the schedule to start the season because I think this is where Philadelphia could really separate itself early on. They open the year at Detroit in Ford Field. Sunday, September 11th. See, I feel like they lose that. I, 
It's very. I. I. You I don't, feel like they open the season on the road and lose to the Lions. I think that. I think Wouldn't that's shock possible. me. Wouldn't shock me either. Hyped wow. team going on the road to a team they, in Detroit. They're definitely hyped. Like they have that issue of overhype. But I also see. I, I'd get. I'd give them a win here because I think their their run defense can contain it, the Lions. If that game was in the middle of the season, I'm I'm with you. I think they win that. But it's yeah, like yeah, season Campbell opener. This, there's yep. finally some hype around the Lions a little bit. They they have a very they have an outstanding trio wide receivers there. Yeah, the Eagle the Eagle spent, and that's that's going to be something that's on them, right? They went about they made an impact at wide receiver. They've drafted high. And now it's on Nick Sirianni. It, really, it's on Hurts. I, I think it's on Hurts. I think they'll have their hiccups here and there on the offensive line and whatever. Okay, yeah, Lions, w- winnable game, though. And then they obviously host the Vikings on Sunday Night Football. I, I think I think at worst you're looking at a split there. Honestly, I think that I think this Philly team can at least get one of these uh, one of these games. Uh, then they're on the road in Washington and Landover. Against the Commanders, divisional game coming off a of Monday Night Football, so short week for them. So you know that's not great, but at least a divisional opponent, you know, uh, you know them better. The next week they're hosting the Jaguars, which again, very winnable game. They should absolutely take care of business in that scenario. Uh, that's a you know decent road trip for Jacksonville as well. Uh, the week afterwards, they're on the road in Arizona in Glendale. Didn't Arizona struggle at home last year? Wasn't that kind of their big thing? Um, and I'll look, I'll look it up, Cardinals uh, home and away. But, yeah, I think that that was early they were, on. They were 3-5 and five at home last <laughs> year, Joe. 3-5 and five at home. Yeah, so they definitely struggled there. And then they're, uh, then they're hosting Dallas on uh, Sunday Night Football the week after that. So, mm. you know, it, it's not a murderer's row by any means. They have some tough games that say, you know, at Arizona, home versus Dallas, home versus Minnesota. Those games are tough. But, you know, and I agree with you, Tuck, but they should put in a good fight in Detroit, you know. They should beat, They should put in a good fight in Washington, and, and they should beat the Jaguars. They should come away, you know, in the first two weeks. They should be minimum two and two. All you really got to do is split Arizona and Dallas. You start, start the year three and three. You go into your bye, and you get Pittsburgh and Houston out of the bye and Washington at home. I mean, you should be, yeah, realistically, nice you should be seven and four. Yep. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Six and three. Six and three. Yep. Six and three in that stretch. And they'll be better than the Cowboys, who have the murderers row of. of that's where it would come down and, to. And like, can exactly. they hold that first place while the Cowboys go through their tough stretch? Because they get the easy stretch after the bye. Yep. And and now now here now and talk you you'll you'll agree with me here. This might be the this might be one of the hardest stretches though, and for for any team this year. Sunday, November 20th, after a short week against Washington, they are on the road in Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis against the Colts. A great not, running team. Dome, pull, dome, you know, dome team, not an easy place to play. Uh, Carson Wentz, I believe. Oh, no, no, so it's Matt Ryan. Sorry about yep, that. Matt, Matt, Ryan. Yep, Matt Ryan. The next week, they host Green Bay. Oof. Brutal. Sunday Night Football. Sunday Night Football, yep. The next week after that, so again, another technically Ooh. short week. They always Tennessee. That's a and, and, and emotional game, exactly. Yep, again, a revenge game for AJ Brown, but also Mike Vrabel probably knows a good way to stop them. You know, this is going to be a very, very difficult game, in my opinion. And then after that, they're on the road in New York, and you know, again, divisional opponent, not easy. They end the year at Chicago, at Dallas, home versus New Orleans, home versus the Giants. So, you know, you're looking for at least a split there. 
But I think the way that they start, they should, in my opinion, they look, they have a schedule. They should be six and three, five and four to start. They have a very favorable schedule. The what's going to determine is those four games at Indy, home versus Green Bay, home versus Tennessee, at, at the Giants. You got to beat at least two good two teams. Two. You, you got to go two and you two. You got to beat two good teams or at least one of your division opponents on the road. You got to go two and two in that. And you stretch. get the Bears on deck too. And after got, that. And, yep, and you got the Bears on deck exactly with a showdown with the Cowboys. And then exactly, and then you end the year with with uh, New Orleans uh, and New York, tough. both games at home. New Year's Day. Uh, hosting New Orleans. Yep, New Year's Day. In again, Philly, though. Yep, again. And the Saints both, on the road. That's a winnable games, game. Both those games home. Both those games home. I, I, realistically, Joe, this team, if you start five and four and six or six and three, you should get nine wins. Going, I, I, think, yeah. I, I think Philly has a pretty good chance to win this division. Just the way they start and assuming that, again, we can't predict injuries, right? You know what I mean? That's that's something you can't predict. But the way that this team starts, the depth that they added, I think they've added in good positions. I think the Bradbury addition was huge for them, in my opinion. I, I think this team could be really, really good. And and don't get me wrong. Like, you know, I liked what Dallas did this year. They added Malik Hooker. You know, J- James Washington comes in as the third wide receiver. But they lost a lot. Amari Cooper, Lel Collins, Connor Williams, Cedric Wilson, Randy Gregory. Like, you know, that that's a lot that they lost. That's a that's a lot of notable talent that is out the door for this Dallas team. And it's not a rebuilding year, but it could be a retooling year, the way you look at things like that. Zeke's another year older. Zeke's yeah, that's why older. I said go to Pollard. You got to go to Pollard. Absolutely. Realistically, you got to go to Pollard. He's the more explosive player. Or at least it's got to be 50-50. Like really fifty fifty, so yeah. Look, I uh, personally, I think there's a good chance that Philly can win this division. Yeah, and, and listen, uh, there's a lot of hype behind that team. We just went over there. They they're talented, and their schedule is favorable, especially with the bye. Their 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 schedule off the bye, off especially the, exa- exactly. And then they can win those final two games of the year. Getting the Saints at home that's a great test, and then the Giants. At the end of the year, if that was a, for the win the championship, they should do it. Again, the the way the schedule breaks for Philly, I think that they have to be considered the favorite in the NFC East. That that again, just 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 looking at the schedule, the the offseason additions. Now again, sometimes it takes a lot a lot, you know, some time for the for everything to gel. But I just think that the way everything is, I think that they'd be better off winning the NFCs. Now the over nine and a half, I, I'd say, honestly, this division could be won with nine wins. So I feel yeah, I, I honestly would rather take Philly to win the division yeah, than the plus one sixty five than take the you know the win total over, which is a very rare occurrence in my opinion. Um, you know I, I I think it's rare that the other thing you could do is you could take Philly minus one ninety to make the playoffs. I think that's just that's too juicy for me. I'm not looking to do that. But Philly to win the division at plus one sixty five, maybe shop around get a better price. I I I think I mean I think that's a decent number. I do. Talk. Any thoughts? No, I I completely agree. I mean, we're all saying we think that's good value for the Eagles. That's the only red flag for me is that we're all saying that. Agreed. Agreed. I definitely agree with that. Let's see. I'm interested in Washington. We'll break them down. And then the Giants. Who knows? Like, they can't be that bad this year, can they? Uh, We'll do all that. And, well, yes. And uh, we got a couple of odds. First coach fired. Where does Jimmy Garoppolo end up? Some baseball stuff. Dan's got a college 
football play as well. We're here until 9 o'clock, and you're listening to 98.5 Sports Up First. This hour of the Sports Up is brought to you by Valvolinus and Oil Change, who wants to help prepare you for all your road trips. They offer completely contactless service with their 15-minute drive-through service. You don't even need to make an appointment. Visit GetAnOilChange.com for a coupon to save on your next oil change. Hour 2 next. This is the DraftKings Over Under Show on 98.5 The Sports Hub.